This is Jarrett McKinnon, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined today by the Trash Man. And we're going to have some of Trash Man's buy or sell topics today. I don't even know what that means. It was a topic that was given to us as one <laughs> title that we could use for the, the podcast this week for various search engine optimization things that I'm not, um, that I'm not a part of. So Trash Man is going to give us some buy or sell topics. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I just kind of we'll, we'll get into some news and notes. And I also wanted to run start out. People like me starting out uh, last week with a draft simulation. So uh, using version 1.1, soon to be 1.2, maybe it'll be version 2.0 of the cheat sheet trash man. Because I noticed on Fantasy Pros just earlier, they have added in in their great product, the Draft Wizard. They've actually added in ADPs from all the different sites, uh, like. You know, they've added in Yahoo ADPs, NFL.com ADPs, ESPN ADPs, and other ones from uh, the composite best ball ADPs, et cetera. So once we get all those added in, it's going to take a little bit of tweaking on the sheet just to make sure we're still getting balanced teams. But they're, I was, they're, I was, all, they're, they're already, there's already a lot of, uh, disparity between the two. Well, at least late, as it gets later in the draft. Uh, we'll see. Um, I, I'm going to I'm 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 just going to run a simulation right now, and it could be suicide here live on YouTube to do this after it hasn't been tested at all with all these. Uh, but I'm just gonna I'm 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 going to run it anyway. I picked a random pick. I know you guys aren't going to believe me once, but once again, I was randomly given the first selection. It's, you know, people, I got people, number twelve when I did mine. People complain. People always say like I I they get pissed off. They say I don't ever get the first pick. I like I always I get the first pick a ton. I get it a ton, trash man. I feel like I'm a lucky guy. Um, I, I, when it comes to the draft, let's see. So let's just go to the simulator, and we have it pulled up right now. Again, man, if this sucks, we're just gonna, you know, we have to just. This is the first stab with all the new ADPs pulled in. So let's just let's just go for it. Of course, we'll take McCaffrey first. Uh, who's that going to leave us at the? Oh, this is going to be good at the turn. It's going to be Odell Beckham and Clyde Edwards-Helaire at the two-three turn which is an LSU, um, just an LSU masterpiece in my mind here. So we'll get that done. Oh, do you like Odell Beckham this year, Trash Man? Not, as, not especially. <laughs> well, it feels, good. it feels good to have – oh, especially when your next two wide receivers look like this. This is turning out sick. So do you feel good about a core of Odell Beckham, Tyler Lockett, and Devontae Parker? Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Let's see. Oh, this is good here. And this is actually a topic that we'll talk about here pretty soon. Uh, We're going to get we're going to get two rookie running backs as we've been getting at this one, two, three, four, five at this six, seven turn pretty consistently. 
and Cam Akers and Keyshawn Vaughn. Between the two of those guys, you got to figure at least one's going to hit, right, Trash Man? I think so. I mean, Cam Akers, I think it's going to be a three-headed beast a little bit, but he should – the cream rises to the top, right? Look at this. Another rookie running back. So this thing is pretty heavy on rookie running backs, so that'll be addressed. But Darius Geis and J.K. Dobbins here. So this team is I, actually I like that. Out. I like that. I like that more than the last two. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's probably it's probably it's probably true. Um and now we fill it. Dude, the cheat the sheet's actually working really good here. Look at this. Two wide receivers, Mike Williams and Anthony Miller. Let's hope that it directs us towards tight end here sooner than later. I don't care about quarterback because somebody's going to be available. Um, it does. So two tight ends here, actually. Two upside tight I like this. Um, so Noah Fant will take. And then would you rather take a backup tight end and Mike Gesicki, or would you rather take your boy? Mims! All right. Mims! And then, we're just gonna, and then we're just going to see what's left for us here at quarterback. Um, it won't be anybody great, but it'll be somebody good. And, yeah, we can just make this move right here. Uh, since we've already have tight end taken care of to take Baker Mayfield. So that team that we just used, we, we just drafted using version 1.2 of the cheat sheet that has not even been tested against the ADPs for other sites that's pulling in right now or the best ball stuff, just intuitively pulled together this team. Baker Mayfield at the quarterback, the running backs of Christian McCaffrey, and this is a PPR 12-team league, Christian McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, Cam Akers, Keyshawn Vaughn, J.K. Dobbins, Darius Geis. That's great. The wide receivers, Odell Beckham, Tyler Lockett, uh, Devontae Parker, Mike Williams, Anthony Miller, Denzel Mims, tight end Noah bench. Fant. It's a deep Trash bench. man. I mean, makes my day easier. I'm not going to have to test. I mean, I'm going to have to test it from every position, but I don't think there's too much tweaking to be done right now. Um, and there's it's a lot, funny. There's a lot of, ups, there's a lot of upside. That's a great team. That's a great team. Um, I, I, I would I would go to war with that team right now. Drafting that team right now. Um, we have Kipsy and 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 well, Kipsy. I, I I wasn't questioning the sheet. I know it's made of magic, but I was questioning the fact that I had never tested it with all the new data that Fantasy Pros had pulled in, and it could have gone really really sideways. Like sometimes, whenever the new data gets pulled in and it, the board stacked up the way I have it stacked up. I'll end up with like a team of like 13 wide receivers and no quarterback and no tight end and like two runners sounds, or something. Sounds pretty good to me. It gets pretty, it gets, it gets pretty, pretty woolly there to woolly there to start. Uh, we, we, we drafted Cam Akers there in that draft trash man. And there's some notes here from Sean McVay uh, via, via uh, Roto world quoting Lindsay, Th- Lindsay theory on Twitter who covers the team uh, the, who covers the Rams coach Sean McVay said, we feel good. About we feel like we have three really good backs. So he's talking about, of course, Cam Ake. So I'm I, I'm assuming he's talking Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson. That means he doesn't think John Kelly's any good. Or I, maybe he's is asking John Kelly still a Ram. I don't know. Is just John <laughs> Kelly even still a Ram? Has he been cut? Is he like a? It's just let's see. Let's go to. I don't know. Line. I don't know how much evaluation they've been able to do thus far. Well, I mean, they they feel like they have three pretty good backs. Is John Kelly still even on the roster? Yeah, he's still, he's, he's he's still on the roster, um, but clearly they mean Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers. Uh, what he said here is what we wanted to do was get a group that we felt really good about. This enables us to say 
We're not necessarily committed to any approach. It's a feel for the flow of the game, but you'd like everybody to create a role for themselves and we'll see what ends up happening then. Uh, Roto World was on to say the second round rookie Cam Akers is the favorite to lead the way in touches, but clearly 2019 third round running back Daryl Henderson and veteran Malcolm Brown should have every chance to earn some reps. That I agree with whoever did that blurb with with Roto World. Um, I just I I I've never been much of a believer in Daryl Henderson. I've been watching Malcolm Brown ever since he was in high school down here at, at Cibolo Steel in Texas. He never really lived up to his five star billing uh, at the University of Texas, but always been a you know a, a high end prospect. Um, like I'm thinking, like if it was the same draft, if like Brown was drafted in the same draft that Acres was, I mean, I I think they're pretty comparable. I I just think Cam Cam Akers is a much better trash me. Cam, Cam Akers is a better prospect than Malcolm Brown. Whenever you think he came so? out, he was yeah. Whenever he came out, he was he, he like he was a national, you know. Top, was he a five? Top. Was he five star? Cam Akers? Oh yes. Cam Akers was a five star. I, I guarantee you, Cam Akers was a five star. But I'll, I'll look it up. I I remember Cam Akers like he was a big time national recruit. Uh, but I'll look I'll, I'll look at his rivals page real quick. Um, he was at the was he at the Army All American game. Yeah, he was a five-star. This is 6.15 star out of Mississippi. Where did I see him? I think he played at the at the uh either at the Under Armour All-American game or back then the San Antonio Army All-American game. But one of those. Cam Akers was a be- I mean Malcolm Brown was a five-star too. But Cam Cam, Cam Akers was a big-time national 6.15 star. And l- look, he's be- I mean, I mean, they, like they've as, shown as far as, they, as, far as their profiles go, I think they're pretty similar. I guess in their builds and the kind of running backs they are. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. They're and they both ran by really shitty offensive lines in college. <laughs> you know, it's like that's that could probably prepare them pretty well for the for 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 a job with the Rams at least recently. Um. Any but any worry about Daryl Henderson as far as his threat to Cam Akers or Malcolm? I mean, I think he's I think he's primed to be their primary third down back, pass catching back. If you're taking Cam Akers in the seventh round, they trust me. They hate Daryl Henderson. What is what have the what have the in the second round? What? Cam Akers in the second round, right? No, you said oh, you said seventh. I'm sorry. Well, we just took him in the seventh of of, oh, of, of okay, our fantasy mock draft. I the so the, many drafts. <laughs> in the in the real NFL draft, yeah, he he has he has second round draft capital, and to me, it's like all they've told us is that they don't. I mean, these teams are going to lie to you. They're going to lie and lie and lie, and they're not going to tell you the truth. And all you can depend on is their actions, and their actions show that they don't really trust any of their running backs. They went out and got Cam Akers. They prioritized that dude. That's their guy, man. I'm not – look, I'm not worried. I'm about to I'm, – I'm, are you more worried about Marlon Mack and his threat to Jonathan Taylor or either of these idiots' threat to, to Cam Akers? I know that Marlon Mack's – I mean, I, I know that clearly Jonathan Taylor's the player who you who you prefer in a vacuum, but just as far as these situations. I like Taylor. You like Taylor's? Well, I like Taylor too, but I'm talking well, about. Well, I mean, situation. I like Taylor in that. I like Taylor in that situation. I feel like you. We you consider know, we, we Naheem know, Hines we, and Marlon Mack. 
I, well, I think we, that's a, I think I think, I think, perfect... I think we just I think we just know more about those backs than we do Brown and and, and Henderson. I, I, and, 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 I, and I and I think that's by design. I think those guys have been hidden from us because they're shitty. <laughs> um, so. Okay, uh, one other bit of news and notes before we get on to um, uh, trash man's buy or sell. We talked there are two other ones really. Um, Jarvis Landry saying he's a little bit ahead of schedule in his rehab. Do you care about that at all? February hip surgery. It was a six to eight month recovery. At this point in the season, everybody's undefeated. Everybody's in the best shape of their lives, and everybody's a little bit ahead of schedule, right? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really move doesn't the fucking move the needle. Um, okay, still not interested in taking Carlos Hyde. Um, what is this? So Josh Gordon is replying for reinstatement. No, you get it. You get it. You getting all in my mind. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we'll talk about that. If, I knew you, that was something you'd like to talk about. How about this? Uh, our boy Adam Kaplan, who joins us on the SiriusXM show during the season on Sunday mornings, um, is reporting 15 to 18 touches per game for Miles Sanders. I'll ask you, buy, buy or sell? If I get 18 touches a game for Miles Sanders, I buy that. I'm, 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 I'm pumped. I buy that. Unless they add somebody. 15 to 18 touches per game for Miles Sanders. I wish I had my database from – uh, of the touches and targets from last year pulled up, but let's see if we can do a little back, a little back of the napkin uh, math here from last year. So 179 attempts. Which side, which side of the napkin is the back? Uh, <laughs> the one that I didn't just rub my grubby, grubby face all over and get my particles on. So 200, 229 uh, touches last year over 16 games. Uh well, that's what two twenty nine divided by back by back of the napkin means front of the iPhone two twenty nine divided by sixteen so fourteen point three touches per game last year looking at an uptick of up to it's not even that big an uptick Kaplan's not really going out on too big a fucking limb no here. I, I Consider- thought it was a little I thought it was a little bit of low of a projection. Well, he said I mean the fact of the matter is they're still sniffing around Jordan Howard they're sniffing around Devonte Freeman. What do you think? What do you think about? Um, how about this? Jordan, why, Jordan, why? Ha- Jordan Howard isn't firmly entrenched as a dolphin. What? Jordan oh, what Howard did, did, I, did I say Jordan Howard? Yeah, what, I'm sorry. Uh, Car- Car- Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. They're sniffing out Carlos Hyde. They're sniffing. Yeah. Thank. Thank you for correcting me. People were going to give pro- pro- probably give a shit about that. <laughs> Car- Carlos Hyde. Devontae Freeman. Hey, what and what do you think about the Seahawks now? More of it. More of it. More of my buy and sell. <laughs> does, does it have to do with him sniffing around Devontae Freeman? Okay. Uh, let's just say, all right, let's just get into your buy or sell trash, man. Let's do it. Can you do it? You're a drummer. Can you do a drum roll? Uh, I don't want to like, I don't want to mess up my setup that I have right now. Things are precariously placed. All right. No drum roll. I would add one in in post-production if I was any kind of producer worth a shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, First one by ourselves, Josh Gordon's reinstatement into the NFL. Am I buying or selling the reinstatement? Well, I mean, I guess success upon his reinstatement. Do you you feel like Josh Gordon has a future? I do buy that he's going to get uh, reinstated. 
Do you do you buy do you buy do you buy everybody's or sell? getting reinstated? I think they reinstate Greg Hardy right now. <laughs> do you buy and sell whether he would actually have success in the NFL at this point? I sell. He's too old. How old is Josh Gordon? He's you need to like, come in. You need to come, probably you need to come in this segment with facts, trash man. Josh Gordon Wiki. It'll tell us his age just real quick. Um, I don't care how old Josh Gordon is. Born in 1991. That makes him age. Tw- he, he he just turned 29 about- on April. April, oh, that's not uh, old. April, yeah. So he was on April thirteenth. Uh, April thirteenth, nineteen ninety one. Twenty nine. Josh, dude. Here's the thing. And he's trash, got, he's got he's got fresh legs. He doesn't have fresh legs. It's time to give up. <laughs> no, it's he's not. Dust. Never. He's does. Hey, the feel good story. The feel good story. Feel good story of the of the year. Ani Sridhar's on the Ani Sridhar's on Periscope. He's asking you what you think of Dak Prescott making forty five million dollars a year. You buy it? asking for forty five mil. You buy it or sell it? I I buy him asking for it. <laughs> well, you, well, do you, you do you, do you buy do you buy Prescott for forty five mil? Uh, I mean, the way that the league is going, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to set the gold standard, so it doesn't really even matter. Whatever, whatever Dak gets paid, Mahomes is it's just gonna. It's, well, I, I I guarantee you, Patrick Mahomes is hoping that Dak gets that forty five, and and does well with it because he's gonna get even more than that. It is so if 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 Josh Gordon does get reinstated, does he automatically go to uh, what? So it, does he become a Seahawk again? I could see that happening. I could see that happening. Kip is proposing Dallas. I don't see that happening in Dallas. I, I just, I, I, I wish you would have told, I wish we would have, I just wanted to go into this by yourself, not really knowing what you were going to ask about, but I wish I would have looked into the Josh Gordon stuff because I would like to know if I'm buying or selling his ability to bounce back, I'm going to sell it if it's in, if it's in Seattle. Right. I mean, I just, I think that they, um, DK Metcalf is so. I think he, he could be their third receiver. No, he he's gonna have to stay in Seattle. He he be he can apply for he can apply for reinstatement soon. That's what PFT's Mike Florio said. You you don't and think you think you don't think he could win a battle to win their third receiver spot? Of course he will. I don't think that, that but that's not he's he's at that point, trash man, he's not back. He'll never be Josh Gordon again. Never. He's never <laughs> gonna be Josh Gordon. Josh again. Gordon now. I Josh Gordon's one of the one of the few people in life that I that I would count out in certain situations. No, I, I mean that guy he's he's had he's had chance after chance after chance. You know. Hey, but if he keeps he does, trying. He keeps trying. He keeps getting back up. I und, I understand, but listen, he's 29 years old. He is he do, he does not look as fast as he he just just he just he, trash man. It's like I was I was sitting on my and, I was, Antonio I was Brown is. Antonio Brown is 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 around that age. He still looks like he still looks like. But if he wasn't so crazy, we don't know. He still looks like Antonio Brown. Josh Gordon is not the biggest, fastest, most beastly man on the field anymore. He just he just isn't. He's not the same. It's not him. Young man's sport. Dash dash my hopes. The the anaconda. The anaconda that you know and love is gone forever. You need to find a new one. I sell. All right, buy and buy or sell Tyrod Taylor starting for the entirety of the season for the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, 
That so this I'm I'm this include this is me. Okay, so you're asking me buy or sell questions. This isn't a this isn't situations you're buying or selling. <laughs> no. I've completely I've completely mis, <laughs> mislabeled this in the YouTube descriptions. Um, uh, the entirety of the season sell. Absolutely no fuck. Absolutely no way. Really? He will be injured. He will. He will. Uh, he he will. Um, what not fluster? He will. What is it when you flounder? Flounder. Flounder is that a good? It's a good word. He will. Okay. There will be points wherever he throws a few picks, and there will be chance. No, like I, I, I guess there won't be chance. Tyler, Tyrod Taylor because isn't the crowd, that, isn't, the, the Los Angeles Chargers crowd doesn't give a shit about the Chargers. <laughs> but I, he's not. He's not a very. He's not a very turnover prone quarterback. Look, there's going to be they're going to go they're going to start out they're going to start out the season like two and two and five and there's going to be cries for Justin Herbert. I was going to say give the kid a try, man. Can't be any worse than this. I feel like injury is going to be the only thing that takes him from takes him out from under center this season. And then he and then he'll get injured. <laughs> that could be the only thing, in my opinion. All is right. that offensive line is that offensive line any any better than last year? Do you remember how god awful that thing was? Like, how did Philip Rivers stay upright? And I could—that was because he, all the talk shot. about Tom Brady going out there is just it was so so ridiculous. <laughs> he shot going to play behind that pretty offense. quick. No, right. Tyrod Taylor is going to get hurt. Justin, I mean, I would sell most quarterbacks not playing all sixteen games. So I'm right, another- sell one that's it, that, that is a that is a bri- that's a not bridge quarterback. Uh, Via Anthony Lynn says, but he's a bridge quarterback. I think that I th- would you rather pick Ryan Fitzpatrick or or uh, Mitch Trubisky or you know Tyrod Taylor to be the to be the starter for all sixteen games? None of those guys you can feel that good about. I think Tyler has the best chances of that group. Tyrod Taylor, yeah. Huh? Buy sell, he has better chances than Mitchell Trubisky, that's for sure. Buy or sell Taysom Hill being the Saints quarterback when Drew Brees retires, as is being postulated. Well, I'll, 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 I'll sell that he's a bigger Lamar Jackson. What a cockamamie <laughs> quote that was. Um, I, th- I think that they would like him to be, but I don't think he, he, he is or can be. Yeah, T- Taysom Hill's old, too. He's about to be 30. 30. He's 30. Yeah. yeah. You forget, man, at BYU, you have to go on your Mormon mission before you even start playing football. <laughs> That's why those guys are so big and beastly and can beat up on <laughs> beat up on some of these Texas prima donnas that show up. To, do you remember Taysom Hill versus Texas? Yeah. You probably you probably don't want to remember it. <laughs> I, I don't remember I, a lot of things. I don't want to remember a lot of things about the Texas football team. Right. I don't remember right. anything after two, 20, 2006. Well, you you don't remember the two thousand eight whenever Colt got it, whenever Colt got hurt his shoulder in the in, in, in the national championship. Uh, Colt doesn't hurt his shoulder. I, I, Ter- I, I, well, that was Terrence I, I, Cody. That I was a vaguely, bad play. I, I vaguely remember it. He just I don't I just, want to. Though. Whenever he was going off the field, I could t- I could say like Jesus Christ, <laughs> he 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 can't move his arm. <laughs> this is the last thing and, I want. And to we're remember. And, and we're totally fucked. Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I sell, or what did you just ask me? I, I sell, I buy the idea that I think that Sean Payton believe. I mean, there's just too much buzz coming out of the um, 
coming out of that organization constantly about Taysom Hill. And they talk and talk and talk about him. You know, they were able to retain one guy between Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. They kept Taysom Hill. Um, you have all this stuff from the insiders like Jay Glazer, who talks to these coaches. I guarantee you, he talked, he probably talked to Sean Payton, who told him he thought he's a bigger Lamar Jackson. You know, that sounds crazy I, to me. I think Peyton, I, I think Peyton thinks he's good. I just, I don't know if he's going to be good. Just don't know. He's been, he's decent on the handful. I mean, of he could be. Plays he, could he gets. Be. I think it just takes a create. It takes a creative situation where you have to be like, you know, guy. You gotta be like, well, we gotta let. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can make the big throws. I, I, I guess that's just because I haven't I, seen them. I've seen him make a few big throws, but they've they've been in situations where he's been like, of some flea flicker, you know, just kind of standing there. Some dude running wide open down the field. It's not, you know, he's yeah. he he he's throwing not his a pocket on a pocket passer. All right. Um, how many how many fire cells you got here, trash man? Ah, uh, we'll do one more. 200 touches for Raheem Mostert. He's been he's been bulking up for the season ahead. 200 touches. Do you he's know never. The, do you know off the top of your head what he had last year? Or am I going to do some more back of the napkin math here? I, I should have. If I'd have known it was be this type of podcast, I would have. I would have had some of my stats databases pulled up. But let's just look and see. Um, so 2019 running backs Mostert. It's already on monster. Here we go. Last year, so 137 attempts, 14 receptions. How many have got? How many have been vacated by Matt Burita? Let's see. So Burita, Burita's vacated 142. Huh? Yeah. I buy it. I think that that's about right. I, I think that if I were to set a line right now, I'd put the line at like one – I'd put the line at the high – well, maybe I would sell it because I think I put my – I think that Matt – I think that what – so 142. So I really yeah. do think that that's about 70. To, I don't I – don't I don't factor – do you factor Jared McKinnon in here? Yes. I think How much? To. How much? Well, I mean, Jared McKinnon was a starting running back before he got injured. Well, I, mean, well, he, he, I mean, he was he was he, he was a top four paid running back in the league. So, I mean, what do you think? Like, is this is this a is this a touch split of thirty three percent, thirty three percent, thirty three percent? Because if that's the case, you have to sell it. I don't think it will be. I th- I, I, I I I I personally think this is almost like a like a. Well, I, I guess I would put that put maybe like a. 45, 40, 15, something like that. I mean, Jarek yeah. McKinnon was on Instagram with or the Footwork King had his Instagram post up the other day saying that he was working out with dual threat San Francisco running back Jarek McKinnon, and all they were doing was catching passes. And it makes me think – I was talking to Byron on the pod about it. It makes me think that maybe, the re, maybe his agent's telling him, like, look, the only way you keep a job you know, after taking this pay cut – you know, you, you you can keep a job by taking the pay cut, which they did preemptively. Now, the only way you can get on the field is if you're going to be catching the football because Raheem Monster, 14 catches last year. Tevin Coleman, I can't imagine. I mean, it's probably less. Jared McKinnon might be the guy they use to catch the football out of the backfield. If that's the case, maybe I can see it being a, more of a 40-40-20. But I think it's a pretty even split. No, Coleman had uh, 27, 21 catches last season. 
Tevin Coleman had more catches than Raheem Mostert. Okay. Yeah. So, and how many how how many rushing attempts for Tevin Coleman last year? 137. And how really? In how many games? Yeah. 14. So 150. Let me just see. Um, this is a. Pr- so he was averaging 11.2 touches per game last year. So if we project uh, 142 is what's been vacated. So 47, 47 extra. I sell Raheem Mostert getting 200 touches next year. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm not, I, I, I don't trust Jarek McKinnon any farther than I can throw him. But as we get farther and farther into this analysis of Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, I'm becoming a little bit more and more worried about the sort of issues that are stacking up here with Raheem Mostert. Can he keep a hot hand? We've talked about it before. If he doesn't keep a hot hand, what happens? And all of a sudden, this new wrench being thrown in, videos on Instagram with none other than the footwork king, Jarek McKinnon, formerly the fourth highest paid running back in the National Football League, paid that much by the current. Does, does that just show staff. you? Does that show you how much running backs have been devalued, or that he just made he Jeff made off like a bandit? He made off like a bandit, and when I and when I consider it, I feel like he's going to be a little bit of a bandit and a little bit of a thief to the touches that I'm expecting from Raheem Mostert and from Tevin Coleman. 